Welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat, and yes, I am another 20 something year old who thinks podcasting is a good idea. We're all navigating this insane life together, and I want to be able to share my experience with you as well as have conversations with others in hopes to create a space of positivity, learning, and growing together. I also want to use this as an opportunity to hold myself accountable for the things that I'm doing. I feel like your 20s are such a time of change and so many things are going on at the same time. So I actually want to stick to the things that I want to do and I want to report back to you and let you know how they're going. So if that all sounds good, grab a cup of whatever makes you feel good and enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat, and thank you so much for clicking on that button and tuning in today. I'm very grateful. We are on episode six, which is so cool. So very awesome. I'm very grateful to be here and I'm very grateful for you to be listening. Right. So today I wanted to talk about the magic of synchronicities. And last week I spoke about goal setting and tied it very much into manifesting. And I'm not an expert on manifesting or here to tell you how to do it or whatever. But I wanted to tell you a story of synchronicity in my life that really reaffirms that life can be really magical if you want it to be. So after last week's episode, I was packing some books onto my bookshelf that I had taken from a storage unit a while ago. They'd kind of just been sitting in a box. And this book was The Law of Attraction, The Basics of the Teachings of Abraham. And it is by Esther and Jerry Hicks. I'll perhaps dedicate a whole podcast episode to some of the things I've been reading about. But for now, I just wanted to communicate how special this really was for me. So this story goes back a few years and really incorporates a lead up of my whole life, really. So my parents had a bonsai business and I would work at this bonsai business probably every second weekend and help them out with selling the bonsais and helping them repotting bonsais and helping with customers and things like that. So I really learned a lot about trees and the stories behind them and the folklore behind them, the special uses for the trees, the medicinal uses for the trees, their Latin names, the meanings, a lot. And so I've always been very connected to nature and plants and everything in between. And I've had this connection with my parents and this business and the trees and nature for basically my whole entire life. So fast forward a couple of years ago when I really started getting into the spiritual side of things and I was learning a lot about ancient teachings and stories, specifically plant medicine. And I even took a plant medicine course, which my dad had encouraged me to take. And one of the symbols that kept coming up was the tree of life. Now, the tree of life is a common idea in many cultures throughout the world, and it represents the source of life, a force that connects all of our lives, and the cycle of life and death. And I was doing a lot of research into ancient Egypt and African cultures and found that they also spoke about the tree of life. And essentially, it's a tree that they would sort of cut the branches of and they would put them in sort of like a enclosed space like a hut or some sort of a yurt or whatever they were using back then and they would burn the branches and the branches would release some sort of a psychedelic in them and they would inhale this and basically have hallucinations and basically speak to God and get all this wisdom and knowledge and pass this down into their cultures and down through many generations and it was very much 
I'm oversimplifying it, but it was very much an important part of their culture and their religion at the time. So I then wanted to find out what this tree was. And through my own research, I discovered that the particular tree that was used in ancient Egypt was the Acacia nilotica which has all sorts of medicinal benefits as well as it has things like antimicrobial, antioxidants, and it's used for people who have immunodeficiencies, viruses, uh, even cancer, all sorts of things like that. So since my dad was still very much involved with the bonsai business at the time and knew where to get trees and seeds and all sorts of things still, I called him and I said, hey, (laughs) do you think that you could source these particular seeds for me? I've been doing all this research. We had a whole conversation about it. And he said, you know, he'd get on it and see if he could try find some seeds for it. Because I really wanted to make a bonsai out of this tree. I thought it would be really cool to grow this tree myself and to have it in my home and bonsai the tree. And the thing is with bonsai is that the tree will essentially last forever. It will live forever as long as you look after it. You'll see lots of bonsai that are hundreds and hundreds of years old that have, you know, been looked after for all this time. You have all these custodians and guardians that are looking after these very special trees. And the reason it won't die, if you're looking after it, is that the tree never reaches its full potential. So in nature, a tree will be planted in the ground and it'll grow to its maximum height and its maximum width. And eventually it will die, (laughs) essentially. And that might take 50 years, it might take 100 years, I'm not sure, depending on the tree and the species, whatever. But if you keep it as a bonsai, it will never reach that full potential. And so potentially it has the ability to live many, many, many years through many generations. And I thought this would be amazing if I could find this tree and I could turn it into a bonsai and have it for the rest of my life. And this was something that, you know, is a connection between me, my dad and sort of a lot of just the way that I've grown up. And it's something that's very special to me. Anyway, as time went on, my dad got very sick and he unfortunately passed away last year in July. And a couple of months later, I was sitting at his desk and I was rummaging through his things. And I love reading through his things. It was just one of my favorite things to do. I like looking at his books. I like looking at his handwriting. And it just makes me feel very connected to him. So I was sitting at his desk and I was rummaging through his things and he had one of those pencil holders on his desk and it was one of those ones that have sort of like cylinders at different heights and they're all kind of together in a cluster and you can have pens and things in them. And while I was rummaging through there, I found some cool crystals and stones and I was like, you know, score. (laughs) I'm someone who likes crystals and stones and pretty things and a lot of the metaphysical stuff. And so I (laughs) put them in my pocket and carried on rummaging. And I decided to just empty the container out because I'm now trying to fiddle around with this thing of cylinders. And so I emptied it out and out fell this little plastic Ziploc packet. And so I picked it up and I had a look at it and there were five seeds inside this packet. And I looked at the label and the seeds were for the Acacia Nilotica. So he'd gone out of his way to order the seeds for me and he just never got around to giving them to me. And it was so special and just just such a moment where I just felt so connected to him and I felt so grateful and it was just sort of a full circle moment for me so I still have the seeds and I'm waiting for spring to come around so I can germinate them and I will plant them up and eventually turn them into a bonsai but I have them with me and I'm very very grateful but the story doesn't end there this is kind of like leading into now 
you know, what's been going on for the last couple of months and now this last week. So after that, I'd gone to the storage unit and I was again rummaging through all of his things and, you know, finding all his clothes and useful things that I could use around the house because he had a lot of bonsai tools and stones and all sorts of cool things that I could use at home with my own plants. So basically, I went and took a trip to the home nursery store that we had in there. And while doing that, I found a bunch of books. And I was like, oh, these are nice, cool, like a lot of, you know, lots of spiritual books, that kind of thing, lots of other books, plant books, tree books, those kinds of things. And I basically put them in a box and I took them home with me and I just never unpacked them <laughs> because, you know, I don't know, I forget about things. So anyway, so they'd been sitting around for a while and I didn't really think of them. They just were kind of there. And I didn't really look at the books either. I, I knew that they were his books, but, you know, I just thought that they were useful at the time. But again, didn't look at them. And so this past June that had come around, it was my birthday. And my mom had actually gotten a pendant made for me. And this pendant had the tree of life on it. And on the back of it had his ashes that have been set in resin. So I always have this like special reminder of him and this connection we had over these trees and plants and the tree of life and everything like that and it was just so very special to me and then I started sort of getting into doing the podcasting and all of that so fast forward like a month later I start this podcast and things are going amazingly and I get to the episode last week where I'm speaking about goal setting and manifesting and I decided to unpack the books that have been in this box onto my bookshelf because I just rearranged it. I'd been on a trip recently and I'd gotten a whole bunch of new crystals and things like that. So I wanted to just rearrange it and make it look really nice and kind of just, you know, have a space where all of the things that made me feel happy were. And through this, I was unpacking the box to put the books on the shelf and I found this book, this Law of Attraction book. And on the front of this book, on the cover, and if you Google it, you'll see it as well, is a picture of an acacia tree which of course is the same tree that I have the seeds for that my dad got for me so this really was like a full circle moment for me as well where whether it was a coincidence or what I can't deny that this is again another seriously incredible synchronicity that's come into my life and what's even more amazing is that this book is filled with my dad's handwriting and his notes and highlighted parts that he thought were important and it really was like an opportunity for me to connect with him again and the things that he was thinking about when he was reading this book all those years ago and I found myself now on the same path that he was on all those years ago when he was reading this book so it really was so special to me to find this and the fact that doing a podcast on goal setting and manifesting led me to find the book on the law of attraction, which is all about manifesting. And for the book to have the symbolism of the acacia tree, which is the tree of life, which are the seeds that he'd gotten for me from him being involved with trees and nature and the bonsai business and me being involved in all of that. It just really came together in a nice, neat little bow. And really is just like an affirmation that whatever it is, Wherever I am, I'm on the right path, I think. And I'm really grateful for this podcast to kind of have led me there. And I think it really does say something to speaking things into existence as well. And the importance of setting goals and the importance of saying things that you want in this life because they will eventually come to you. And it just, I don't know, it's for me, it was just really, really special. And I wanted to share that with you guys. So 
it's a bit of a short podcast today, but if there's anything like that that's ever happened to you before where you've just had this like serious synchronicity happen or something incredible happened where there's no other way that you can explain it besides just some sort of crazy alignment with the universe or God or your higher self or whatever it is, I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear your story because this is something that's really special to me and I really wanted to share whatever it is, please let me know. So pop me a DM on Instagram. As I said before, I do have a Instagram page that I've made for this podcast. It's called the cup of cat underscore podcast. There's nothing on there. (laughs) Maybe one day I'll get to posting stuff on there anyway, but it really is just like a medium for connection. And if you do want to connect with me or share your stories with me, so please do that on there. If you do have anything special like that, I hope that you have an absolutely incredible week going forward. I hope that there is some beautiful magic that comes into your life and whatever it is, I hope that it brings you joy and it brings you happiness. Thank you once again for listening to this podcast. I love you very much. I'm very grateful for you and I will chat to you very soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and listen to what I have to say and listen to my podcast. I really appreciate that. I love you so very, very much. If you liked what you listened to, please give me a five-star rating or a thumbs up on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please consider subscribing or following again on whatever platform you're listening to. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll chat to you soon. 